You are listening to the Bulls Cast with Chris Stonage and Ben Goddard, your independent Hereford FC podcast. Hello and welcome back to Bulls Cast, your independent Hereford FC podcast, brought to you by the Hereford Times and just by Herefordshire Sport as well. I'm joined as always by Ben Goddard. How are you, mate? Good evening. Yeah, not too bad. Just about awake still. Yeah, it's <laughs> dinner been a... time in our house, so it's uh, one of the busiest times of day. <laughs> Just sneak <laughs> off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, Ben, you've had a, a couple of trips um, in and around uh, this week, but we'll start off uh, with Leamington um, this week. I mean, a home draw. Uh, what were your thoughts on that um, before, before we get into the first victory of the season? Yeah, Leamington was a bit. They're, they're always hard to beat. There's there's certain teams that they sort of Geisley, Leamington, Bradford, Blythe, Spennymoor. You can probably put that. They're, they're a bit better, Spennymoor, but they're probably in the same similar boat. But they just come to Edgar Street and they like they just defend, and then they'll take the chances. They'll have they'll have three or four chances in the game, and if they take one or two of them, then they'll they'll get something. They know how to defend. They know how to play away from home in this league. And they just implement. Leamington implemented the game plan perfectly for them, apart from conceding in the last minute, uh, which obviously probably wasn't part of their game plan. But um, yeah, rough Hereford up. Frustrate, frustrate the, uh, the fans, frustrate the players, stop Hereford passing the ball around, draw, draw them into a physical battle and, and just, yeah, play, play on the crowd and, Try and get the crowd on Hereford's back as much as possible, but they didn't. The crowd didn't turn. The crowd stuck with Hereford, um, which is they needed. They needed the crowd to push them at the end. I think if it had gone another five minutes, then Hereford would have probably got a winner. Um, it's a shame the equaliser didn't come five minutes, ten minutes earlier, uh, really, because I think Hereford would have won the game eventually. Uh, but yeah, a, a point. Um, it's probably bog standard for that sort of team when they come to Edgar Street. They're hard to beat, um, so if you can get a point, uh, it's better than being obviously better than nothing. Um, and the way the way Hereford play forward, probably not as lethal going forward as you, you'd like with the strikers. Maybe if you had Lionel John Lewis in that team from last season, maybe maybe he's the difference between teams like when Leamington try and sit in Edgar Street. Maybe that bit of league uh, league experience as a centre forward would be enough to unlock the defence. Um, Hereford tried and tried, kept knocking on the door. In the end, it opened, but it was a bit late uh, in the day. So a point, yeah, not bad. I mean, we'll go on to the, the referee, obviously. Uh, got the brunt of Josh Cowlin at the end. So uh, yeah. but I think he was consistently bad. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the the free kick that Josh Carlin was the thing that angered him most was the free kick on the edge of the box. And yeah, it was very similar to York's penalty last night. I don't think York's penalty last night was a penalty. Um, and it was just that the defenders come across him, cut him off, use his body, the four has gone down and got a free kick right on the edge of the area. Um yeah, I think it was probably harsh. Yeah, I mean, as a referee myself, I'm always going to jump to the defence of the referee. But when, when you know, 
you, you can eminently see the frustration on a, on a on a on a manager's face. You know that there's something that's this gone that's gone wrong there. Um, but Dan Smith back in the goals again. Um, yeah, three from three. So uh, there was the one at Limington, which I think everyone on the pitch, apart from missed and gave to Miles Story. Um, and it was Dan Smith's goal. Um, the pictures and videos kind of cleared that up. Um, and then he scored at the Limington home tie as well. And then scoring against Lamington. Um, obviously didn't score last night, so three from four uh, for Dan Smith. But he could have, could have, he went close last night as well. So he was, uh, he was a pest. I think that's what he likes to describe himself as. I think that's what Josh Gowden likes to describe him as, a pest. And he was a very, definitely a pest at York last night. Um, he he kept that centre centre half busy all night. Um, likes to get involved, stuck in when in battles, and and he's got a good head on him. Yeah, they definitely um, danger from set pieces. Yeah, it's it's a, it's great to, to have a player, and well, we can only hope that the clubs above don't notice it. Um, to be honest, um, but we'll talk about um, injuries now. We we always uh, in in our in our time doing balls cast, we've not really had much to cheer about, um, and you know even with the, the victory, um, there has been a bit of a, a bit of an injury crisis. I think uh, Josh Cowan said there was five or six injuries. Um, how how are Hereford going to cope with this? They they cope fine last night at York. Yeah. Uh, and had a couple of options on the bench as well. So um, they're just turning the corner, I think. Vincent's not far away. Story's hamstring problem. Haynes will have to sit out for 10 to 14 days. So he'll miss the FA Cup time on Saturday. He could be back for the league game at Darlington because that'll be two weeks after his head injury. So he may well be back for Darlington. But will he get in the team? Because um, new, new defender came in last night, had a, had a great game. Um, so Reese McNally, um, really highly thought of at Geisley last season. Um, there was a couple of Geisley fa- fans, which you don't often get when you sign. You know a good signing when the opposition fans of team in your same league or it would usually be your opposition say, actually, yeah, hands up, great player, fantastic, good signing. Uh, so you know you you made a good signing when when fans like sit up the same when Hereford signed Christian Pierce when he's eventually fit and available to play. But that there was fans all over the place going actually yeah good signing. So will Haynes get straight back in the team if um, if McNally um, plays well again on Saturday um, forms a defensive partnership with Ando. I don't know if Haynes will get well. He he probably come back into midfield um, and play the Pollock role in front of midfield. Um, so that's where because he, he's a natural midfielder. He's not a nat. Well, there's some debate over this. I think the Brandon Hall was uh, quoted in saying that actually Haynes is he sees him as a centre half now uh, rather than centre mid. But I think Haynes still sees himself as a defensive centre mid. So because he likes playing the ball around as well. So he may well sit in front of the back four and it's a fantastic, fantastic defensive unit building now after what the dramas that Hereford have had the last four or five weeks. If we can get Pierce, keep McNally for a little while. Um, Ando, Levy's coming to his own, although he hasn't got a left foot and plays left back at the moment. So there's slight issues with that. Um, we're not sure if a winger will 
have the better of him eventually by keep playing on, onto his left foot because we saw last night at York that he doesn't prefer his left foot. <laughs> he kind of found himself running forwards into a dangerous position at York last night and then and then it fell onto his left foot in front of goal and he kind of took a t- another touch and the chance was gone. Whereas the left foot had just swung at it and it flew in the back of the net. Um, yeah, so he's obviously not got a left foot. So playing left back, will that be an issue? Possibly. But yeah, so um, but it's really, really building well, that defensive unit. And it obviously, um, you keep clean sheets. We saw last season, you don't have to have a great midfield or forward line. If you keep clean sheets and nick a goal um, from midfield. Um, and I, well, Hereford strikers are definitely better than what Hereford finished with last season. Um, obviously, after John Lewis left, I mean, John Lewis was a standout player for the first half of the season, but after he left, you'd definitely say that Dan Smith was better than, no offence to Joey Butlin, because he did a job and helped Hereford to Wembley, but you'd say Dan Smith is a better striker than Joey Butlin, but you can see what level they play at for a start. Um, Holly Hulbert as well, he's obviously making his way in the game. So you'd say striker forward-wise, they're, they're better. Midfield-wise, definitely better than last season. You've just got to sort his defence out and the building blocks are there now. There, you can quite see it, clearly see the building blocks. Um, so, yeah, a really a really good week for Hereford. Um, yeah, but obviously it can all be undone very quickly as football. <laughs> we know in football. But, yeah, the, 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 the turning signs are there. Let's hope they don't turn back the other way. But. Definitely. I mean, we, we've put it off, we've mentioned it, uh, the York victory. Um, a long, long, long trip up to God's country for you, mate. Um, how was it to come back for the third time in a row with a victory? Yeah, I, I, I said to Keith on the way, Keith Hall on the way, I said, um, we've come to York twice before with worse sides and won both times. I said, I, I wouldn't put it past them winning tonight. The only thing is, the, last time, the first time we went there, I think they were far worse than the side they've got now. The second time they went there, it was a John Lewis show, and he, he scored three, including an incredible strike, the best I've seen away from home. Uh, so, yeah, may, maybe John Lewis kind of won it that night and as a whole, this kind of mirrored the cracks in the side as a whole. Um, but, yeah, as a whole team, as a squad, that's the best squad that I've seen in three attempts to York, three, three trips to York. Um, and yeah, Hereford did to York what Leamington did to Hereford at Egger Street. Exact same game plan. Sit back, frustrate the forwards, hit them on the break, take your chances and, and get the crowd, get on, on the backs of the opposition because big crowd at York. And in the end, they'd given up given up with the team, they were singing sack the board and then completely gone gone York. They, had, they got into the heads of the York fans from about 70 minutes in and um, York did miss some chances. I tell you. Um, Brandon Hall had to make obviously the penalty save and there was three, two or three good saves and then there was a couple of other chances that flowed over and yeah, on, a, on another night, York could have could have been outside but then another night Hereford could have been outside as well because Hereford also had chances Dan Smith had a couple Pinchard was in the action again Owen Evans come back from missing the Leamington game was full of life full of beans so 
um, yeah, a remarkable recovery from whatever kept him out of the, the Leamington game. Um, he was, you, you, you give standout player to Brandon Hall because he, he won the match for over three penalty save and at least one was world-class save and the, the two of us were, were good saves. Um, so he was obviously the man of the match. Um, but otherwise, because Owen Evans, you could give it to him quite easily because he, he put in a fantastic shift. And Reese McNally just came in, met the players on the coach on the way to the game, hadn't trained. Um, so met them two hours before and you didn't notice he was there, which for a centre-half, you're not noticing them there and there's no goals going in. They've had a fantastic game. So... Yeah, and, and and also Ando and Levy were going forwards. So they obviously had faith that if it all went Pete Tong going forwards, that McNally was going to do the beans at the other end and keep get him out of trouble. And Hodgkiss as well last night was fantastic as well. Um, he, he had a really good shift in. So yeah, a good, good team performance last night. Great to see, isn't it? It's great to be so it's a gushing of positivity. It's very, very strange for this podcast. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's great to see. Um, obviously, FA Cup is up next. Uh, third qualifying round against Merston. I believe that's how you say it. I, I honestly I have no idea. Um, <laughs> but uh, we've also seen under-18 uh, player Harley Morris uh, get promoted. Uh, do you think he'll play any role? Possibly. <laughs> <laughs> Depending how it how the other 70, 80 minutes go, um, yeah, that the Hereford are going to win, going to try and win the game, um, without doubt. They need the FA Cup money more than ever. So um obviously COVID's wiped out all the clubs and budgets are really tight, really tight. Um, and if Hereford want to improve on the start side and want to push up the league. They need a good FA Cup run. Every club needs a good FA Cup run this year, more than ever. Um, so if you look, you draw on Merchant away, the least you take is a draw and get them back to Edgar Street. Um, they c- cannot afford to throw away thousands and thousands of pounds this, this year, more than ever. Um, it is a massively important competition. There's no other competition, the, the FA Trophy, you're talking pennies is in the early rounds, even at Wembley. I mean, Hereford got to Wembley last year and only got a, a fraction of what you can get in the FA Cup. Um, obviously, there was the TV money, and I'm guessing there was lots of add on, add-ons and commercial things and this, that, and the other. But in prize money, the FA Cup, and also the the dream of getting a big team at Edgar Street um, in the future rounds as well. Yeah, the, the FA Cup's the one. The Hereford need to focus everything on the FA Cup because the league, we've, they've already said goodbye to Fylde. If they if they wanted to try and win it, win it, they're not not going to get anywhere near winning it. So, with, uh, despite their dread, dreadful start, they're only five points behind the playoffs. So you can afford. I think you can afford to have a good cut run. Focus on the cut run. Keep picking up the odd wins, draws, and mixed results in the league. And then focus on the league come December. Um, but focus on the FA Cup this year because the money involved uh, to be gained could set Hereford up for the next two or three seasons and really build the model again, pushing back towards the Football League. Um, they're not going to do it in the league this season. They need they need the financial stability that the FA Cup 
a massive cash boost would give to the football club at this time and all clubs want the same thing. So the FA Cup is going to be so competitive this year for non-league clubs. They're only one, well, if they beat Merston, they're only one one win away from the, the first round proper, am I right? I think so. I haven't looked at it. I think it's right. four qualifying rounds, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. tend to not look more than <laughs> one game than who you're playing in the FA Cup. Do you? I made the mistake of even thinking about the last round at Limington and, and uh, Keith told me off and then <laughs> Limington equalised. <laughs> um, so, uh, so, yeah, I'm not thinking ahead of Mercham. Uh, so that's, that's that, really. Just yeah. got to get down, down, down there on the M20 and well, whatever motorways we can find that free and actually try and get some petrol to get to Merchant. Uh, that was a bit of a nightmare on the way back last night. I think we were stopped at six service stations to try and get some diesel. And on the seventh time, the seventh and last time we found some. So that was, uh, <laughs> that was a bit of a stroke of luck. But yeah, so um, it's, yeah, let's get there. How if we get a result, draw or win? draw, get them back to Edgar Street and play them off the park, Edgar Street, that's fine. Uh, just don't get beat. Yeah, that's, that is literally all, all we need to worry about is not getting beaten. Um, but moving on from Hereford, we haven't covered them for a couple of weeks, uh, but Westfields had a very, very entertaining uh, game with Fairford Town, ended up winning 5-4 um, in their league. Um, can, some, can, you've put in the, in the topics, 5-4 uh, with kids. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, Corley Cox scored the came on when they were like, four, three down with five minutes to go. Set up one, scored one. Teenagers, great to see. Yeah, you can't win anything with kids, they say, but you give them enough belief and enough support behind the scenes and enough experienced players on the pitch, they seem to be proving they can win things. At, um, well, it's a long way to go yet to actually win anything. But they're on the right path, Westfield, after a, a dodgy start. But then if you, you need to embed the, the youngsters in, then you've got to be prepared for a bit of a bit of shakiness at times, aren't you? And, and them to learn lessons as, as you go. And there'll be enough lessons to be learned. And yeah, so, but fantastic for Westfields to, to be climbing up that Atlantic Premier. It really gives them a buzz. Um well worth going to watch them play. <laughs> I mean, they don't. They, they for years and years they, they don't play. They don't have boring matches at Westfield. <laughs> it just does not happen. The the defense is has has its issues at times, <laughs> and going forward they tend generally very good going forward. So tends to be lots of goals at All Play Park. I wonder how many goals they've seen in the in the last couple of full seasons um, in general. But yeah, fantastic for Westfield. Um, and then uh, obviously they were meant to play Cribs last night, top of the league, and the game got called off. So unfortunate after heavy rain, but um, it probably means I can get to that game when they play it. So I couldn't be in two games, two day, two places at once last night. So maybe I'll be able to get there on there when they replay the game if it doesn't clash with anything else. Yeah, just looking at the Hellenic Premier League table, they're only uh, five points off the top, um, only three points off third. So there's much there's a, there is scope for uh, improvement there, and they they will surely now build on that game with confidence. Um, now talking about building on confidence, Ben, 
my favourite segment of the week. Absolutely. We love to speak about the Fantasy Premier League, uh, the Hereford Times Fantasy League. So I'm just going to go onto the website now. I didn't have the best of weeks, 47 points, which I think means that you actually got more than me this week, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, no, you got 44. Scoring back. You got 44. But you are into 72nd, which isn't bad. Uh, you're four off the bottom now. You are climbing up. Uh, I'm down a 30th, but but the, the captaincy of uh, of Mo Salah saved your week. Yes. Well, if I'd have, I reckon I'd have got another 40, 50 points on top of my total if I put Mo Salah captain at the week one and not, <laughs> <laughs> not week six. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I definitely stitched myself up putting Che Adams as captain for five weeks. <laughs> definitely bad move but we're learning <laughs> just like Hereford we're learning exactly and the foundations are there for you to build up you're only seven points from 70th now mate so why <laughs> not um, league yeah start from the bottom that's what Hereford have done I've, I've just mirrored Josh Gowling's tactics that's all I've done absolutely. start from the bottom name towards the playoffs <laughs> yeah um, top of the league Cattle and Derby Ian Schimmel um, he got 56 points this week um, finds himself on 443 points. So he's doing very, very well. Um, and yeah, well, make sure to keep you updated with that uh, in weeks to come. But yeah, I think that is the end uh, of the pod. Thank you very much, Ben, for joining me as per usual. Uh, make sure we are now on Apple Podcasts as well. Yeah, yeah we're on pod- all, your, all your podcast apps. Yeah. Just give us a follow and tune in. That land on your phone automatically. You don't have to go on a website or go for any links. They're there. They're ready Absolutely. for you convenient Hereford FC content. That's what we're all about. Um, But yeah, thank you very much for listening once more and uh, we'll catch you next week in the next episode. See you later.